0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Friday, February 17th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bulger. And
0: I'm Brett Goodman. And we
1: come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We're going to hear more about wheat and weeds today. But before we do that, let's begin with prayer.
0: Let us pray. Lord God, as we struggle through this thing we call life, may we give both ourselves and those around us space and grace to grow to learn and transform, to grow further in relationship with you, to grow deeper in love, to grow deeper in hope and faith. We pray this all in your name. Amen.
1: I have a really important question first. Did you mean to quote Prince with the first line of your prayer? Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life.
0: I I did not know that was a Prince song.
1: Electric words, life that means forever. That's a long time. All right, let's look. talk to our other Lord and Savior here. Um, Matthew, the 13th chapter, verses 24 through 30, verses 36 through 43. Jesus put before them another parable. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to someone who sowed good seed in his field. But while everybody was asleep, an enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and then went away. So when the plants came up and bore grain, then the weeds appeared as well. And the slaves of the householder came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where then did these weeds come from? He answered, An enemy has done this. The slaves said to him, Then do you want us to go and gather them? But he replied, No, for in gathering the weeds you would uproot the wheat along with them. Let both of them grow together until the harvest. And at harvest time I will tell the reapers, Collect the weeds first and bind them in bundles to be burned, but gather the wheat into my barn. Then Jesus left the crowds and went into the house. And his disciples approached him saying, Explain to us the parable of the weeds of the field. Jesus answered, The one who sows the good seed is the son of man, the field is the world, and the good seed are the children of the kingdom. The weeds are the children of the evil one, and the enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are angels. Just as the weeds are collected and burned up with fire, so will it be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send His angels, and they will collect out of His kingdom all causes of sin and all evildoers, and they will throw them into the furnace of fire, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their Father. Let anyone with ears listen. This is the word of the Lord.
0: Thanks Thanks be to God. God. Tara, for our Friday fun question: What is a movie or TV show that you would like to live in? Yeah, (laughs) that was that you would like to uh, be in. Be in. Yeah,
1: Um, I'd have to go with West Wing. Uh I think I could really nail the walking and talking super fast. I think I could do it. Kind of like I'm pretty sure like every character in that show was a debater at one point. Like I think that's their backstory. Just feel it, Brett. What about you?
0: You didn't, You went with West Wing instead of uh, Gilmore Girls, uh, where you could talk very fast. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> I get tired of
1: them real quick. That's,
0: that, that is fair. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I'd is, have more
1: people to walk and talk with.
0: That so. is a real fair. Um, if I had was to be on a TV show, I'd probably be uh, How I Met Your Mother because it's about...
1: Never seen it.
0: A really mm-hmm. great sitcom. Uh, it's about a bunch of friends hanging out in a bar in New York, and they never seem to work, and they, yet they always have money. And so that sounds yeah. delightful to me. <laughs>
1: Is there a particular character you would be?
0: Um, that I would be... Uh, I think the best character is Jason Siegel's character, who yeah. is uh, both funny and delightful and sensitive, uh, but I wouldn't want to be him because I'd want to, like, be friends with him. Oh. <laughs> but you wouldn't be,
1: like, the obnoxious Neil Patrick Harris the, character? No,
0: no, 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 not not the Barney Stinson of mm-hmm, the group, no. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'd probably be the Ted. Gotcha. Um. <laughs> But to our to our scripture, uh, a nice easy transition here. Uh, who is the evil one and is burning what will happen to some folks? I love that you are a southern lady who wrote some folks. folks. Some folks. It might
1: happen to some folks. <laughs> folks. Um, I'd like to thank you for these softball questions that actually <laughs> I wrote. Um, so let's talk about evil. I think, first of all, remember that um, the parable itself, Um, is believed to be exactly what Jesus said the explication, the explanation is believed to be Matthew helping the reader along by explaining it to them in allegorical terms. It cracked me up because one of the things that reinforces for me that the explanation is for Matthew is that there's no rebuke of the disciples. How many times <laughs> yeah. when the disciples want an, when, answer, an answer, Jesus is like, like, oh, you simple people. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? It's
0: so real. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So I think that Jesus is acknowledging and using um, an an anthropomorphic idea of an enemy Mm -hmm. to just acknowledge that there's evil in the world. There is something in the world that runs counter to God and God's goodness and God's purpose, and we call that evil. I think Matthew in particular remember that Matthew is the most Jewish of gospel writers mm-hmm. there was definitely an idea of a devil and of an apocalyptic judgment and damnation mm-hmm. in the for the Judaism at that time mm-hmm. and so he speaks in those terms that he would know and that is where you get the idea of a devil who's out trying to plot against God which so, is
0: which is the the idea of the devil in the Jewish uh, thought it, it's it's a relatively uh, in terms of the whole of Judaism as a as a uh, religion is it, at this time is a fairly recent idea, right? Yes. I've, I've, there's been um, a the satan, a, a satan, an accuser, which is like the prosecutor, but not an essence of evil. That comes actually in the. Kind of the inner biblical uh, times. Yes,
1: absolutely. So, yes, this is very different than the Old Testament Job. I'm going to be the tempter to prove, you know, to work with God and see who people are and that sort of thing. Yes, very different. So, what I see here when it comes to evil is Jesus acknowledging there is evil in the world, Matthew taking it further and making it a personalized, anthropomorphized devil, and there are good people and bad people as far as burning um there are a couple of things one is that when jesus is speaking in his parable he says simply um the gathering of the weeds you uproot and the wheat with them um, and the weeds you'll collect and bind them in bundles to be burned i don't think the the significance there is the burning the significance is that this is an um, agrarian parable, an agrarian metaphor, and that's just what you do with weeds. It's not anything amazing. And actually, I find it so interesting because weeds were burned for fuel. Even the weeds have a purpose, which I think is so interesting in that agrarian metaphor. Um, and so, even Matthew says that just as the weeds are collected and burned up with fire, so will it be at the end of the age. And everything that comes after is Matthew really conflating a lot of Daniel imagery mm-hmm. um, with people being thrown into the furnace, the weeping and gnashing of teeth. So, I will land on this with, with only our Lord and Savior knows what happens at the end of life. Mm-hmm. Um, we should look at the whole character of God and the whole character of God is one who loves and redeems. And that doesn't jibe with me with a burning afterlife. And then the third thing is that, um, I think that there will definitely be judgment. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in eternal damnation because mm-hmm. it doesn't, it just doesn't work with what I know of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And if Jesus Christ is the fullest explanation of who God is, I just can't see it.
0: Mm-hmm. it, it that was it, a lot. It, it was, see, it was all, you have a debate case I right can't, there. I can't wait to see how you put all that into a sermon. Me too. Uh, <laughs> I'm really anxious to see how I do it. But it is fun. Not, not funny, I guess. But it's fascinating Of uh, to take an allegory or a parable and even an explained allegory or parable and to ascribe one aspect of it to be literal, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. If, if everything, everything is, you know, um, people aren't literally weeds and wheat. Uh, uh and yet we ascribe a, a literal burning, um, yeah. uh, for eternity, which is just, uh, just this kind of a silly thing, I think to take one, thing literally and the rest of it metaphorically yeah. but um yeah I, I think you've explained it very well of this uh who is the evil one this, these are words that are used to help us make sense of the world um in uh the the difficulty is uh, it's open-ended right it doesn't fully explain everything uh and so i don't think there is this dualistic two kingdoms battling it out uh i find evil to be more of what we've talked about on this podcast before of a perversion of of the good things of god so therefore they're not two equal things they one is uh something of of a lesser uh this idea of is there directly a devil uh i don't know um c.s lewis would would chastise me for that he thinks absolutely there is and we when we pay uh we do ourselves a disservice if if we discount uh literal ones does but... he
1: believe in a devil or an absolute evil like he does he think it has yeah. a form and yeah. Is like yeah
0: no he says in the screw tape letters like to to not believe that there are demons are two is essentially like ignorance in, in your, right and, and i can so, believe
1: in demons um,
0: uh so
1: just not the, just not the, the embodied all, the,
0: the embodied all one um yeah. But it's okay. I don't have to agree with Clive on everything, old Jack. Um, and that's the beauty of being theologians. Um, but then, is is burning? What will happen to some folks? Um, I think I think that there will be some sort of burning that happens to all of us in the cleansing. In our in our cleansing, uh, I think that we will all experience the refinement through fire as gold. Um, I, I think we will all experience that. I think we, as you said, we will all experience some sort of judgment, what that looks like, I don't know, but I know the grace of God and the grace of Jesus Christ wins out. That's the only thing I know. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's the other thing is that for people who have used this as a text of terror, uh-huh. um, the good news is that Jesus does prevail over evil. That's good news. Yep. Um, I think the other thing is that a character of parables is that there's always a surprise. Hmm. There's no surprise with Matthew turning it into an allegory. But for me, the parable of the weeds and the wheat, the surprise is that we don't know. We don't know who is good and who is evil. Mm-hmm. And we're not supposed to know. We're supposed to love everyone and let God sort them out.
0: It's also, I, I think, I think we experience this some in America, but I think this is. I think this is a really incredible passage for particularly those in the world that live oppressed, terrible, difficult lives. Uh, Again, not that we don't experience evil in America. I'm not trying to uh, play that down. But for those who live their whole lives uh, in slavery and bondage under the yoke of another. Where uh, evil is writ large. Where evil is writ large. This is... This is a god of justice, uh, and that is a hope uh, presented in a way that that I cannot understand in the privileged life that I that I mm-hmm. where I can choose to look away from evil if I choose to. Yeah, you know?
1: we're gonna end with a quote from Brett's bestie, Fyodor Dostoevsky, <laughs> who has written, "What is hell? I maintain that it is the suffering of being unable to love."
0: Such a smart. Man. Thank you all for being with us. We'll be back again on Monday. We hope you have a wonderful and safe weekend. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen.
1: Amen.